Hey movers, it's Keisha, and welcome to the Homesick to Happy Movers podcast. This is a place where you'll find tips, tricks, and advice on all things moving and related to the move. So if you are planning a move, if you move today, or even if you moved 10 years ago, you are welcome here and you will find lots of value here. And not only that, but we have a Facebook group too, which we do giveaways. It's called Homesick to Happy Movers. Check it out. There's lots of extra videos as well as there's a YouTube channel for Homesick to Happy Movers. So come connect with us and let's jump into the conversation. Hello and welcome to the Homesick to Happy Movers podcast. I'm Keisha Ellingson and I'm so excited to speak with my friend Tanya today. And we're going to go over some really, really interesting topics that relate to moving and self-care and self-regulation in our life. So Tanya is a certified pure joy parent coach and a coach for mom coaches. So Tanya, I'd just like to welcome you onto the podcast. And would you like to start out by sharing how you became a parent coach and a coach for other coaches? Yeah, thank you so much for having me, Keisha. Um, it's, a, it's kind of a windy road to, to coaching. So I am um, a trained teacher, certified elementary teacher. Um, years of early education teaching, play-based education, and um, I er, knew early on in my motherhood that I wanted to raise happy children, right? Calm, collected, um, knowing themselves, all that stuff, and and then in my for my students as well, that was the type of uh, classroom I wanted to have, an open um, joyous, curious, wonder-filled classroom. Um, and as a mom, it became increasingly more difficult to do both, raise my own children and have a classroom of kids. Mm -hmm. And, and, um, as I became a, a mom, I also had that mom community, like my kids' friends, and we, you know, that's how you become a community, getting together, talking about um, raising our children, and I just loved that part. I loved the conversation with moms and how we can do this together, how we can support each other. Um, after my parents both passed away, I was under extreme amount of stress, and that's where I decided my self-care and my self-regulation was the most important thing. So mm -hmm. how could I do that and still be a mom, still be like maybe bring in an income, right? Yeah. Doing those things that my body actually needed. And so I went into um, my yoga and mindfulness practice because that is where I feel most grounded, where I can self-regulate the best. And it just kind of started moving from there. Once I found that when the things that I felt purposeful about were, were where I should be in my journey, I moved into um, how to make an income and started learning business coaching, strategy, uh, online, you know, how to be an online coach and suddenly fell into pure joy parent coaching. Um, and 
and my husband's like, no, not another certification. No, not, no, not more money. Right. You don't need that. And it just was a, um, you know, I could coach moms without that. I have the background, but this was a place where I really learned self-compassion, um, and confidence in coaching. Um, and so, yeah, I just felt like I needed that certification. For the listeners who don't know what Pure Joy Parenting Coaching is, could you explain a little bit? Yeah, so Pure Joy Parent Coaching, we have a foundational practice called the Safe Seat. And the Safe Seat is where you as a parent take yourself when you are triggered, where your kids are coming with certain behaviors. Um, so we go through the four parts of a trigger, Um the sensations in your body that are coming up, the stories that you're telling yourself, like your child is like having a tantrum in the grocery store. And that's where you're like going into that negative self-talk, right? Like I'm a horrible parent. I should know what I'm doing. Like all that stuff you tell yourself, those are parts of a trigger. Um, And when we can work through those and then into the feelings that you're having, um, your feelings are going to start driving your behavior with your child. So this is how we self-regulate as a parent, this practice that I coach parents through. Um, That's really what pure joy is all about, coming into emotional safety with yourself first, and then like creating this space with your children where they feel safe with all the stuff that they have. (laughs) Yeah, that's so interesting to me. And I feel like when we're under stress, like under stress of moving or living in a new area, that we can get are triggered easier. And you mentioned something that really piqued my interest when you said the four points of a trigger, four parts of a trigger. Could you talk more about that? Yeah. So when you're triggered, you're actually in a flashback to some previous moment in your life. And oftentimes it's something in your childhood, you know, were you allowed to scream and cry in the grocery store? What would have happened to you right in that moment? How are you parented? So when that's happening, you're actually not no longer present with your children. You're going into your um, your sensations, whether it's tight chest or rapid breathing or whatever it is that we totally, totally disregard. We don't even notice these are happening. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really fast. We just go out with the behavior, which is the very last step of a trigger. Either you're yelling or you're you know, withdrawing love from them, or you're like, no, we're done. We're leaving. You know, you go straight into whatever behavior you're used to using. Mm -hmm. Um, So that's kind of how we slow down our parenting in those moments where it can feel really, really hard to be with, with those, those triggers. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. It's very interesting because I, I feel like it can relate to all aspects of life. Yes, it's helped me with my marriage. It's helped me in my business. Um, there's a lot of triggers that come at you um, in all of, in all aspects of your life, like you said. Um, and when we can really get to know our internal experience first, then we can show up more present and less um, more responsive, less reactive. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So when you because you've moved recently. Mm-hmm. in the past year correct or was it 
two years ago. Yes, I moved in August. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's been, um, I've been nine months now. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We moved around the same time because I moved a year ago. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, so when you moved, were there things that um, were much more big, bigger trigger then than they are now? Um, so this past move, because so I've moved quite a bit, I know like your audience has moved quite a bit and you have moved quite a bit. This past move I had was the first time I had my safe seat practice. And this is where, like you said, if we can just um, slow things down, self-regulate, um, take care of ourselves um, first, then the move can be a lot easier, right? Or less, mm -hmm. less mm -hmm. stressful. And so I'm getting to know that part of like, oh, there's going to be a lot of, a lot of emotions, a lot of stress that's going to come up, setting my expectations for that. Um, really, I had time to like schedule out. <laughs> I had time to like spread out the packing and, um, and get rid of things and, and really, um, focus on self-care this time and grounding, like grounding my energy because part of my yoga and mindfulness practice is like really feeling connected to the land, connected to your place. And so I did a lot of walking where I used to live before I moved and really taking in that this was like where I was, this was where I was planted, right? For five, six years and how to like just lift those roots out of the ground and suddenly go somewhere new. Um, I, I'm realizing I needed a slower process, which I never gave myself when I was younger. Um, yeah, and I'm still understanding that it takes time to plant your roots in a new place. Like nine months um, for me, connecting to the land is really important. Getting to know my neighborhood, getting to know my yard, like that kind of thing, just really feeling rooted, right? Like we're, we're here now. Um, and it still takes time to move out into the community and yeah. feel connected that way. So um, I think that's the biggest thing is just understanding that, that process a bit deeper. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It does take time to I talk about it like spread your circle, right? First, you're, you're just getting your home set up and then pretty soon you can spread out to your neighbors and then the community. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's definitely a process. <laughs> so yeah, and my house is still like, so we have high, in Pure Joy, we talk about living in your highest value. And, you know, I'm not, organizing and cleaning is not a high value to me. It's not something that I really enjoy doing. Um, so my husband, you know, is more into that, that sort of process. And so it's taking a lot of time to still set up things the way we want it. And, um, and knowing that about myself and being okay, not beating myself up, not, um, being self-critical yeah. about that piece too. Yeah. Yeah. That's super important. Um, so were there times during your move where you were tempted to neglect like self-care? 
Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think that's probably as a mom and a woman, um, the conditioning that, you know, that self-sacrificing is, mm-hmm. is important, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you have to put the family first. And in my coaching, we're kind of challenging that belief, um, that conditioned belief. And so it's been, it's been my life's work to, to put myself first, to take care of myself, even the simplest things. So I, I grew up with parents that didn't really take care of themselves. And I saw that at a young age and I was like, that's, I'm going to, I'm going to do that. Like, I'm going to take care of myself as a mother. And then, you know, five, six years into motherhood, same thing. Oh, I haven't been taking care of my stress. I haven't been taking care of my body. Um, Mm -hmm. I haven't really been eating the way I want to eat. And so it's really been a a self-discovery of how much shame, right, did I pick up from my own parents and guilt, right? Like when I want to go for a walk (laughs) without anybody, that should be okay, right? That should, we deserve that we matter too. Um, And that's really where it comes down to is that you matter and you, you, valuable and when and so as I started picking up more of that language the affirmations the positive language it was a lot easier to deal with the triggers like still my family gets upset if I'm saying you know this is what I'm doing before breakfast right this is Mm -hmm. what I'm doing now and then I will get to you next (laughs) I still have to deal with those those emotions from everybody else so once I understood that part of me, like, oh, I am important. I can keep my self-care going. It's all, it's, and then when I don't, which always happens, right? It happens sometimes, like we get stressed. Oh, today's moving day. Of course, I don't have time for my workout. Or I, of course, we're going to pick up fast food or something. Mm-hmm. Not going into that place of like, there you go again. Or, you know, that. Right whatever you tell yourself, self-aggressing piece mm-hmm. that often yeah. keeps us in that cycle of shame and guilt. Yeah. Yeah. Giving yourself some grace. Grace. Right? Yes. Yeah. It's not, you don't have to be perfect all the time. Right. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. So when you were talking about like stating what you're going to do, and then there's a little bit of pushback um, is what I call it, or just like emotions where people aren't 100% of agreeing with your choice to self-care first. Mm-hmm. Um, could, could you talk about that a little bit more? Because I feel like I, I get there sometimes. I'm like, okay, I know that I need to make, you know, my health a priority because then I can serve my family better, right? And I can show up better. But sometimes I do feel that pushback and I'm like, I'm doing two things right here. I am like making the effort to make this choice, mm-hmm. but then also I have this another like effort to like stand strong against those things that are pushing up against the choice that I know is best for me and my family right now. 
Yeah. And I think, like I said earlier in the conversation, as women and mothers, were, were we taught being effectively selfish, right? We were just actually probably told that is being selfish. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's the belief that comes up in us subconsciously. So when I talk about triggers, like that's the subconscious under there. Oh, I'm feeling selfish right now because no one ever taught me that it was okay to do me first. <laughs> like, um, and then when our we have that pushback, like you said, or those behaviors from a spouse or kids, like, wait, what about us? Then they're feeling that they're attuning really to that that selfish energy that underneath. So until we can say, oh yeah, I'm li- I just have to love like self-compassion, right? I've got to love this part of me that is putting myself first. It is not selfish. It is a boundary, right? Like it's yes. what I have to do to be okay with everybody. And then they're going to have their, oh, but what about, you know, what about me? I want you to do this for me. So that attuning to that, what we are conditioned to call selfish, which it's not, it's not selfish, right? It's just, they have their needs, we have our needs. And once we love it in ourselves, then we can love it in them. Oh, of course you have emotions about this, right? But I'm still gonna do this first Mm -hmm. and then I'll do that. Yes, oh my goodness, I love it. I love, (laughs) love that advice. Um, so what tips do you have for people who are feeling a little bit stressed out and overwhelmed with all the changes that moving brings? Yeah, I think, so I've, I've alluded to this several times and pure joy, we call kindness as the secret sauce to self-love. So like you said, grace, kindness, like, first of all, yeah, finding that self-compassion. And then the biggest thing I think for stress is less, like less is more, like what can you take out of your schedule? What can you decide not to move? Like which pieces of the house, right? Or, you know, Mm -hmm. let go of, um, which, you know, parts of your routine, are you going to put on hold? That kind of stuff. Um, less is more. And then also um, pausing before decisions. So oftentimes when we're under stress, we go into that emotional brain, right? There is not a lot of rational thinking going on. So stress is going to put us into fight, flight, freeze, or fawn response, which we don't hear that one a lot, which is like people pleasing. Like, I'm just gonna do what you want to do to make this all better. Yes. So knowing what strategy usually comes up for you under stress, um, are you gonna, you know, fight, flight, like avoid or freeze and just like not know what to do. Knowing that first is really helpful. So you can pause before making decisions, pause before, um, you know, self-care, like taking deep breaths before you decide what to do with something or um, before you tell somebody no, 
it's, I can't, I just can't do that right now. Mm -hmm. um, pausing before you start to compare yourself to other people's moving process. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Great. Yeah. 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 Awesome. So I have loved our chat today. Mm -hmm. um, so if people who have listened are connecting with you, where can they reach out to you on the internet? I am on Facebook, Tanya Milano. Um, Tanya Milano Snell is my name on Facebook. I also have a business page, Tanya Milano Parent Coach. Instagram, find Ohm in Mom. So that's really your pause, your intentions, um, finding that in motherhood. I also have a Facebook group, Reactive to Relaxed. So um, that's all the self-care without the guilt. That's mm -hmm. where I go in and share some of these yoga, mindfulness, self-compassion, tips, tricks, strategies, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, awesome, cool. So I'd love to end this podcast with one last question for you. Um, and if the listeners could take one piece of advice from you, what would it be? Okay, I'd say that there's only one you in the world and you matter. So putting yourself first will benefit not only yourself, it will benefit your children, your family, actually the most. <laughs> so be the change you wish to see in your kids. Yes, awesome. Well, thank you so much for chatting today. It was amazing. <laughs> thank you, Keisha. I always love talking about this with you.